Welcome to the Six Demon Bag Podcast, where we pull random topics related to writing, comics, movies, all that kind of thing. This is Ed. I'm the author of Three and a Half Children, 12 novels, 12 unproduced screenplays, and all your nightmares. I'm Jeff. I write science fiction and horror. This is Drew, gaming aficionado, uh, anime critic, and political addict. This is Ryan, jack of all trades, master of most. My name is Danny. I am an interloper. Joining us on the mic today hey. is my good friend Danny Seckle. Pion, 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 pion. I was. <laughs> I've been instructed to tell you that he provided many of the beers which have powered our recording sessions over low these many months. Yeah, I requested like a sponsorship mention because I bought all the alcohol for the wedding that was never used that ended up fueling all in the podcast. It's been used. All in my belly. So I'm to blame for some of this. Thank you, Danny, and cheers. Cheers. Clink. Cheers, big ears. Oh, somebody said weird beard on... Oh, I was watching um, the movie House with a Clock in Its Walls. Because I was furious because that's the movie I really wanted to adapt. And Hold I on. never thought anyone would do it. Clock? Clock. Okay, just Eli Roth done it. Afterwards, yeah, never mind. <laughs> and she called him Weird Beard. Now, I don't remember if that was in the original book, but I doubt the guy who called me Weird Beard was an aficionado of House with a Clock in its Walls. She may have just been referencing House with a Clock in its possible. Walls. It's possible. Ryan and I just got back from Iron City. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. How was that? Awesome. Fucking awesome. The Alita thing, and right? We totally won where it counted. Moral victory? It was no. a points victory. Yeah. Usually when it's someone so says much. we won when it counted, moral like you, you lost. Iron City was a uh, interactive experience, uh, like many of the things we've done, um, but it was much better than the Ready Player One thing, which is probably why it cost a lot more money. Then Ready Player One, which is free. Um, <laughs> they brought us in. We signed a waiver. So we got our badges. And uh, we went into this bar called Kansas. And it was like all decked out sci-fi, kind of like the Star Wars Cantina. Mm-hmm. And um, people kept piling in. And uh, you had a choice to uh, buy some overpriced beer. Like other players came in? Other or? players okay. were coming in. And... Um, Ryan and I had were assigned to uh, Team Red, so we met up with the other team members. Um, so there was a table for the Red team, and we met our two other team players, and they had found out that every badge had half of a symbol on it, and throughout the experience, you're supposed to match your symbol up with someone else who has the corresponding half. And uh, for the life of us, we... We could not find anyone who had our badges. No matches were there for us. So um, uh, we kind of just mingled in this bar area for a while, got a few beers, um, read the rules of the game and stuff like that. And then at a certain point, once everyone was loaded in, uh, some actors in costume came out. They were kind of citizens of Iron City. They uh, introduced themselves, told us kind of what to expect, gave us some tips and then they brought us back to this really large built-out set. Uh, I was describing it as like an escape room. 
except every puzzle was a different room that had its own actor there with you. It was a city. It was a city in miniature. Yeah. It was like a sort of Blade Runner type city Mm -hmm. um, that had the sort of overlapping cultures and lots of stuff built out of junk. And so they started the clock and then we were all competing for points. And so we ran around solving puzzles, solving riddles, um, doing physical challenges, um, you know, all kind of typical escape room stuff, but really well done, really cool. And at the end of it... Identified the scent of rose within two guesses. Um, at the end of it, after all these different multi-sensory challenges, logic puzzles, things like that, uh, the time elapsed, and we were at the top of the leaderboard by twenty-eight thousand points. Yeah, we were just like we crushed we it. Blew Our, everyone. It blew away. everyone else out of the water. And then it was time for the with big... no matches. Which, if we had gotten a match, would have got been an extra. 15,000 points All or right. the, the point is, we're very happy about coming in first place. Unfortunately, then there was this, like, virtual rollerball race we had to bet on. <laughs> and uh, everyone just went all in sure. and bet all their points. And the person on our team, Luigi, uh, tried to do the Jeopardy thing and calculate, like, how much they could bet and stand to lose and still mm-hmm. try to maintain a lead. And then we just got crushed because even though we are the person we bet on won, uh, we got a modest bump in points and everyone else doubled their points. Why? Oh, so you were just trying to, you were hedging your bet rather than she just was go hedging our bets. Yeah. We she, weren't paying attention. We were in we first place. Had nothing to lose. So she hedged you her were high on being in first place. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and everyone else was high on being in last place. Right. So they just, <laughs> everyone went right. double or nothing. And well, and the workers, the actors were giving, were basically telling everyone who was going to win. So there was really no downside. But I obviously we're still reeling from this heavy loss. <laughs> we went from, from we went from way first place to fifth place or something. Uh, we were middle of the we pack. We did not get our commemorative one thousand credit. Yeah, coins. they gave away one thousand credit coins, and, <sighs> and, and uh, we don't know what those were good for. In, but in Iron City? Way to regress to the mean. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> Similar to what we did at 2-Bit Circus. For everyone listening, we should probably explain what 2-Bit Circus is. So for my birthday, we went to a place downtown called 2-Bit Circus. Uh, they're opening everywhere. It's like a very high-end Chuck E. Cheese, and for good reason. <laughs> because it was started mascot, by the son of the founder of Chuck E. Cheese. No shit. And mm. the son Whoa. of the founder of Atari. Interesting side note. Yes. Side bag. I was, uh, sorry, side bag. I was in an industrial video that played on a loop in Chuck E. Cheese's Across America. It was my first, <laughs> oh. it was my first professional acting paid job. Wow. That I was uh, Chuck E. Cheese and Jasper T. Jowls, who plays guitar in the Munch Make Believe Band, <laughs> and myself. You're actually Chuck E. Cheese? Guys, we're speaking to the <laughs> Yeah, we need, we need a new Cheese. intro over here. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so if you went to a Chuck E. Cheese in like the late 90s. I never early, did, alas. Yeah. Never you, saw uh, you. There might have been a chance. Man. Were you like in the corporate training video? No, no, no. They had like... What to would, do if someone vomits in the ball pit? They would make uh, <laughs> like music videos. They, were, they took like... Uh, only one I remember was... Oh, so rolling we, on a river. When well, you, you say know. industrial video, you mean industrial hardcore metal? Yeah, like music <laughs> video. Shut uh, up. No, I mean they had classified that so they could pay you two hundred dollars. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, no. So it was yeah. They would take like 
songs instead of rolling on the river it was Chucky on the river. Chucky, Chucky on the river. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, dressed up as mascots. Chucky is probably abused yeah, off camera. So. Anyway, but I'm sorry. Get back I in just, the cage, Chucky. Uh, back, back Until to it's your, time to make me some money. Back to your thing. Side bag closed. We, um, so it was created by the son of Nolan Bushnell? Yes. I'm going to say a hard yes on this one. Okay. I knew that kid must have been rich because you can't sit around in the arts district just like testing out games unless you already are independently wealthy. It looks like they are extremely well funded. Yeah. Also, everything was super expensive, but they had a lot of video games, oh. VR games, uh, tracks. uh, circus type midway games, which were also digital. But um, <clears throat> so Drew and I plus Mark Others. plus I think it was just us three. Oh, we did a uh, no, and Ed. No, I wasn't. Ed wasn't there. Oh, Ed wasn't invited. We did oh, a, uh, a VR broke. experience called VR. The Raft, where we uh, put on our, our VR backpacks, headsets, and uh, we just had the handles. Yeah. And it's a very simple game where you're on a raft that floats down a, a bayou, and it's being attacked by waves of aliens, and then you just fight off the aliens and uh, try to keep your raft afloat. Brian, you were in the other... We did a Escape space room. adventure. There was like a space adventure thing. Do you yeah. want to describe that? We were in a spaceship. We were in the cockpit. We were engineer, pilot, weapons gunner, blah, blah, blah. You were like on the bridge? Yeah, we were on the on the bridge, yeah. Makes that makes more sense. And uh, we had to do relay missions and prevent the ship from exploding. I spun a turbine more than I ever have or ever will again. Do you win tickets? We won nothing <laughs> but you know, except the satisfaction of not exploding. I didn't have to kick anything open, though, so I was a little unfulfilled. But They also had the uh, flight simulator where yes. uh, you climb onto a... Table. Table? Saddle kind with, of thing? With it, wings. It kind of looks, oh, like, yeah. uh, looks like the out, outline of an airplane. You climb onto it kind of like a... Saddle or a, a hobby horse or something. Bull with wings, and yeah. uh, you put the VR goggles on, and then you stick your hands out onto the wings, and then you can flap your wings mm, and fly. I've seen a video of that yeah. in the VR, oh, and if you uh, pivot your wrist, you can kind of use your airfoils to to go up and down, and then as you shift your body, you you change your trajectory. Uh, in the game, it was only like five minutes long or something, but uh, it was super cool. Yes, I had some vertigo issues once I took the headset off, but yes, it was really fun. Yeah, it was, and I really felt like I was going to crash directly into the ground, and it, and I kept having to remind myself that this was just VR, and I think that's actually helped me to be able to fly and not crash into things. Yeah, it's, once you're tilted down, you have the VR goggles on, and there's that big fan right in your face, Yeah, and you're getting that sensory feedback of the wind rushing like through your, you know, past your ears. Uh, very, very immersive. Hmm. I would uh, try to compare it to going to the highest diving board and jumping down, because it's like 
you you look down and you see all the way straight through the water and you just think you're way up higher than you really are but when you jump in it's like oh yeah i'm not dead this is cool and until you are well yeah you're only alive until you die oh and one more thing people die when they are killed hmm yeah in the in the eagle thing Mm. What if you die, <laughs> if you die in the eagle simulator? You die in real life. Uh, pretty much, I think. But, if, um, if you die in a dream, you try. They just they shoot a bolt into your neck just to really make it. <laughs> it should have face sort of slid in. You crashed. <laughs> Movie reviews. I saw, I watched you guys watched Venom last week, we and I watched Venom. it right before you did. Like yes. I was literally ending it when he was like, "Hey, you want to come watch Venom?" And I was like, eh, "Not again." Okay. <laughs> yeah, I never need to see Venom again. And <laughs> I also saw Dragon Ball Super Broly. Now yeah. that's out. That's right. That's a great review. That movie is out. Yeah, <laughs> it's there, so you can see it, like I did. I saw it three times. I guess you liked it's it. Bali. Spider-Verse yeah. is great. Go see it. Spider-Verse yeah. was great. Uh, a little long. There was a couple action sequences where it was just colors, like, blossoming across the screen. Yeah. And then it... I, I know Drew was baked to the gills <laughs> yeah. when he saw it. I thought it was amazing. I love that colors blossoming across the screen. <laughs> the, the I, colors, I, I ended up colors. actually liking... I, I, found the, I found the visual style off-putting in the trailers... I yeah, thought, I, I thought, thought it was going to be cheap. I like, going to see it, I was like, oh. Gorgeous when yeah. I actually watched the movie. Mm-hmm. I loved the story. I loved the characters, voice acting, music. Everything was all 10 out of 10. There were some sequences where it was just like, let's watch Colors Flash mm-hmm. for a couple <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, eh. Space Odyssey. While Floyd plays. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much yeah. like a Space Odyssey. Um, Without the hour-long space walking scenes, are you yes. talking about? Are you literally talking just colors were flashing across the screen, or was it like spider people <sighs> flitting about so quickly that it just looked like blurry? There was it a was lot of... like looking at street art, sometimes animated, like graffiti uh, art, animated. And but I thought it was amazing. The final battle was pretty kinetic and mm-hmm. psychedelic. Sony Pictures tried to patent that animation process. Yeah, <laughs> the whole like comic book to life style. Yeah. But uh, it was good. I liked it. Um, whereas Venom was <laughs> so <laughs> awesome, you guys, <laughs> so fun. When he, to watch. I'll tell you, when he got, when he was like, "Is it hot in here?" and he got in the lobster tank, I was pretty amazed. Like I was like, this "Apparently, is awesome. that was a Tom Hardy decision." I'm sure it was. 100. percent I it was awesome. I liked the goofiness of the movie. It was very goofy. Maybe it yeah. could have been goofier. Um, it should have been a lot goofier because sh- they went there, but they didn't right. go there. Right. It was neither goofy nor serious. He was de- he was devouring people at points though, right? He was straight oh, up. Yeah, he bit off heads and ate uh, yeah. biting off people's heads. He was um, he was there. Eddie, can now I bite having, this guy's head? having not seen it, Ugh. this is a person that has duality in their character. So, is it makes sense that the tone would not would have duality in it? Y- yes, no. it does make sense, but <laughs> they didn't achieve that really. It no, didn't. It goofy. didn't work on several levels. Oh, okay. It barely worked on one level. Yeah, it I, was. Fine. I saw it as someone who knows pretty much nothing about Venom except that he's an antagonist of Spider-Man. And so when I saw it, I went with a friend where we see a whole bunch of Marvel movies and stuff together. But he wanted to see it. I wanted, to, So I went to see it with him and it was like, okay, 
I don't feel like this movie is doing this character justice. I don't want to learn more about the character. I don't want to see more about this character. And so it's it I I feel like it was not um good. <laughs> and, and yet uh I would go and, see and the yet implied Ed sequel. Wants to watch the sequel. Ed, Ed told me before I watched it and yet I want to watch the sequel. I kind of want to see that when weird we watched sequel. It, I realized he was talking about the hideous horrible nonsensical carnage scene i hate carnage almost like the only thing i hate more than venom is carnage because it's just like a it's like a knockoff of a bad character to begin with but i would watch those two actors ham it up doing those ridiculous roles in a movie it's like it'd be uh, like a nicholas cage versus nicholas cage movie he inexplicably knew eddie brock he was in whatever super isolation max nah it doesn't matter the reporters were he didn't have a carnage suit couldn't possibly no that movie was just whatever. Everything was just happening. But I was when I saw who Carrot they had to wig. play him, I was like, I want to see those two guys butt heads. Uh, I yeah. will say that when the trailers for Venom were out, and I was holding out hope that it might be watchable, um, the trailers for the movie Upgrade were also out with that actor that looks exactly like Tom Hardy, <laughs> yeah. and who also has a voice in his head and is being controlled by... A foreign entity, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Oh, weird! Is Tom Hardy in like two movies about <laughs> the same exact thing?" And I will say, "Upgrade, infinitely better. It's better than yeah. Venom. Upgrade's better. And I didn't like Upgrade, but it was better than Venom. Yeah, a movie. But I-, I would watch spoilers. Didn't Woody Harrelson in a red wig, <laughs> a red. I would wig. watch that movie. Freaking well. fighting. You know Tom what? Hardy. We have to talk about Solo, you motherfucker. When I saw, you didn't like Solo. No, oh, I nobody it. in their right mind liked Solo. Loved Solo. I liked so Solo. much fun. I rest my case because you weren't twelve when you watched it. <laughs> no, a twelve-year-old would be asleep right. if they watched that movie. I, I you watched, guys are dead inside. I enjoyed Jesus Solo, Christ, man. but then again, oh, I went to see the movie as someone who was never really invested in Han poorly Solo's crafted. character. Poorly crafted, so. slapdash, lazy. Jeez. Drew says it's the movie for people that don't like Han Solo. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't I like it. him. I said I just wasn't invested in him. There's people okay. online who are like, "Man, Han Solo." I mean, where they have like almost like this Boba Fett complex where they think he's so cool but can't really tell you why. I wasn't one of those people. So when I went to go see the movie, it was like, "Yeah, okay, this is this is good." You know, I mean, I thought it was the, the first time the, Chewbacca was ever like given a meaty part. Like he was like actually interesting to watch. Chewbacca's usually just in the I background. I like Chewbacca better originally. Anyway, uh, do, do you remember the part in that movie where they were like, "We got to go to the bad guy's ship because he's going to kill us," uh, and then uh-huh. he was like. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. How do we find it? And then he went. It was oh, the it's right biggest there. freaking thing. Yeah, right it was on there. the same planet that they were robbing. Yeah, it's in a spitting distance. That's no. the second time I've used that phrase tonight. I, oh, I, boy. I, I like the Oof. cinematography of it. Like Oof. when they were like fighting on that planet, like doing trench warfare. Yeah. You really got the, the sense that this was not just a normal war, but an intergalactic war where you're not just taking over territories, but entire planets. It mm-hmm. just seemed. It was a war. It, yeah, like this a is world. also a movie where we learned that Han Solo's name isn't actually Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, it had some lame parts, sure, but overall, I was very thrilled by it. I enjoyed it a lot. I liked uh, when You're they. I liked, the whole, I liked all the freaking Falcon stuff. Was really exciting. I thought it was refreshing to not have Jedi's and. Yeah, and I didn't want to see all that. From it, it wasn't serious and it was yeah. fun. 
There was uh, a super woke robot in it, which I... Oh, my God. <laughs> I like you the saw super it? woke robot. Yeah, I saw it. She was hilarious. <laughs> I, I watched it. I was oh fine. My God. I didn't... Even a rage like apparently has it. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. Ryan's breaking out in a sweat yeah. over here. Go to the theater, watch it. So no, maybe no. that Predator. Oh shit! <laughs> that was terrible. Predator had one scene that made me L O L. So mm. awful. And that was when the Predator used a severed arm to give the guy the thumbs up in the truck. Yeah, <laughs> and it was explicable because it was a Predator that was familiar yeah. with Earth familiar with earth and human customs so it was okay we were, at first we were like how does he know what a thumbs up means but he's you been could say he was familiar he, he's been around the block what a piece of crap that right. was though i'm so the, the less said about the predator yeah, the, the better. Uh, genuinely the less said the better but movie, that was funny as shit one movie i did enjoy last year was bumblebee and i, I keep hearing that i oh, and really I, and, not into well my expectations for it were so low that i wonder if it was actually good or if it was like i just thought there was going to be another Transformer, whatever. As someone who has never invested in Transformers, I thought Bumblebee was great. Yeah, someone who is who <laughs> basically only watched the first Transformer movies and said, "Nope, that's enough." I thought Bumblebee was great. Watch the did you yeah, say watch, watch the, the first, first four? Watch the first one, and that was enough. For me. Yeah, watch the first four, and then no, just I got a free lunch out of that. Was enough. I remember Elliot was like, "Go see, get everybody, go see this. It's so awesome. If you don't like it, I'm gonna buy you lunch." And uh, I, I took all. I took you guys. Did he ever buy you lunch? And I was just yeah. He got me lunch the very oh. next day because that was shit. <laughs> and I felt oh, so man. bad that I didn't drag you guys. So to go did Bumblebee ever use his bumble penis to impregnate the human woman? Okay, so the movie is not without its disappointments. The Purge, the first Purge, the new one, right? Yeah, yeah. the one that's coming, the new old one. <laughs> So the confession was, sorry, Ed, we watched this without you. No, that was, I watched all the other ones, too, with you guys, didn't yeah. we? We, we, did we, we had a Purge oh, Marathon. We say we were going to do, yeah. No. No. We just, yeah, we I watched all the other ones, even, uh, what, what was the one with the Even the, the lesser-known sidequel with Bumblebee in it. Uh, the Black Purge? Meet the Blacks or something? Meet the Blacks? Yeah, I even started to watch that with you guys. We yeah, started right. to watch started. that. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get very far yeah, in abandoned that one. So you purged Ed from your... We yeah, purged they Ed. purged me from First Purge. Oh, so we watched the First Purge, which um, was strange, ultimately flawed, still fun. Ethan Hawke. He was not in uh, the First Purge. Yes, he was. No. Oh, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You're talking about the first purge, not the not first purge. Not the first purge. purge. <laughs> the most recent purge, which was about the first purge. Um, You'd see my confusion. I could give point-by-point point criticisms. I won't. It was just a silly movie. Uh, but I want to ask you guys, if the purge were real, or rather, when the purge is real, <laughs> what are your purge plans? Are you staying in? Are you going out? I got four kids. I'm staying in. I'm not going out on the freaking. All right. Party. How are you going to keep them safe on purge night? Shit. How am I going to keep you them safe? Maybe, I'm in a freaking apartment. You should probably take them way out into the country. Yeah, I would have to go to like. They fucking closed the Flintstone campground in Arizona, so I can't go there. There was a Flintstone campground. There was. Did we talk about it? It was 50 years point? old, and well, you'll never see it now. It's gone. Sad. I mean, could you do like a bird box and uh, just put them in a boat? Go out to the middle. Of I a imagine lake though. And throw a blanket over it. Are the freaking um? Jason will find you. Is the rural, Are the rural areas safe from the purge? 
Or is it you know, not confined to the cities? No, the there's place... safety and sparsity. Yeah. yeah, if there's not another person for fifty miles around, you ain't gonna get purged. Yeah, I guess I'd probably. Well, I would say I would go to my parents' house, but they got fr- they're shooting guns the sh- all the time over there. They purge the like fuck crazy. out of me over there. <laughs> Wait, I almost got. I almost you? got. I almost got yeah, purged in their backyard <laughs> fucking two years ago when I was down there because I, I wandered onto some guy's property line and he came rolling out in a fucking pickup with and, a shotgun. And it was the purge. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, purge uh, has been legal for decades. No, I don't know. Sticks. I'd be fucking dead. I don't know where I would go. It's like that old thing where, like, what's the zombie survival, like, plan? I have no zombie. I have one fucking yeah. door. Zombie survival plan is <laughs> yeah. die as quickly I'm as I'm on possible. the second floor, and I have one door, and the other one is glass. Hot I have no fucking balloon. survival you plan. Slide, you don't balloon. know when the zombie it's, apocalypse is going to happen. You do you know do when know, the purge plan is going to happen purge, yeah. every year. Yeah. Well, are there centers for people? Do you think there are public centers for people who don't want to purge but can't afford to protect themselves? No. In the first purge, there were. They'll uh, just lure you in and then purge you. And then they brought in mercenaries to purge the people that purge couldn't afford the people to not that purge. Didn't want to purge. Well, it wasn't a government sanctioned safe zone, it was just a church. It was a community sanctioned safe zone. Okay. I mean, the whole point of the purge is that there's no safe place. Except yeah. your own heart. I guess they would have to get a freaking hotel room somewhere. It, what, what? And, like, go up in a Can in you a imagine? Look, I got our room for Comic-Con Hot a, a yeah, couple weeks ago. Yeah, probably fill up like crazy. And it, it was one of the last rooms in San Diego, and it was very expensive for what we're getting. I cannot imagine how yeah, hard it would be to get a room night. for the purge. Because I gotta assume that a hotel oh, God, will have its own point. security force to lock itself down. And, and it will everything. be totally legal for them to charge you ten thousand dollars a night. Yep. yep. And the security guards gonna be out purging. Anyway, Danny. I was just I was uh cross talking earlier, you might have noticed, about uh, my hot air balloon theory of for zombie apocalypse. Just series of hot air ballooning. You know, but the purge guys are armed and they'll yeah, but they you're in a hot, you have to high ground if you're in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, but they have not service for long. air shit and everything. Not for long. They, I, I don't know. Maybe I've, I've. You could float out over the ocean. Maybe you'd be okay. Yeah, that's true. I suppose. I do have access to an 80 acre ranch. So we go to Danny's house. I guess we all go to Danny's. Yeah. Wait, my, is that a trap? No, well, everyone in Texas is armed anyway. It's like we're kind of living like <laughs> one insult away from the purge situation. They're purging light. They're light purging already. So would you stay in or would you go out on the purge? I'm probably a fortifier. Yeah. You know. Board up them windows. Be ready. But Now, if I didn't have my kids, would I go out and purge? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I might. Ed Maybe. would eat everything in sight. <laughs> Human or animal? It would be the binge. <laughs> the binge. I'd be eating rich the people. First binge. I'd just be going to eat rich the purge. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going out. You're yeah. purging? Oh, I'm not purging. I'm basically going to like a forest or a desert or someplace where I'm not very likely to run into other people and take my chances with the wild animals until sunrise. <laughs> So you're you're fleeing. That's not really purging. You're not. No. Yeah. Well, anyone I want to purge is pretty much rich and protected and by, yeah, exactly. by se- security details and mm-hmm. mansions and whatnot. So yeah, the it's whole like idea, I won't be able to get to them anyway. So. The whole idea of the purge is for poor people to kill each other. So it's like, right. yeah, oh, okay. I wouldn't fucking do that. Also for rich people to kill poor people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Right. And for rich people to sometimes get their comeuppance. Purge plan. Poop myself. A start. Uh, You've spread already it around a little bit, like trying smear it all over yourself, yeah. so you're not. Yeah, exactly. nobody wants to go near you. Yeah, yeah, just urinate and defecate until I people might go near you alone. with a bullet. 
So yeah, bullets basically you try to be the that. tribe that rubs shit in their hair. You could stay inside, though, and then... Uh, you could stay inside. And then defecate and urinate all over yourself. <laughs> and then people have to get really close to you to shoot you. I mean, I don't knows? think that's how bullets work. So, you know, and like I said, I, I, like I was going to say, <laughs> I would spread it around my door jam. So that they wouldn't even want to come in. Is this like the Hebrew thing? Exactly. Is lamb's yeah. blood, your version of lamb's door, blood on the door? Friend. There's poo inside. You don't want, if this is on the door jam, you don't want to know what's inside. This is Ryan's Passover. I, I think what I would do is instead of fortify, I would camouflage. I was thinking. So I, I would buy some camo, make some ghillie suits, um, go out somewhere in the middle of nowhere, set up like uh, uh, a hunter's blind and just hang out there because you know if you're in in a building or an apartment you're a target you're a target because you have stuff there and people are going to expect people to hold up we could burn it down i suppose it's a good idea however all that stuff is expensive who is generated free inside you well there's a good chance you're going to lose all your shit if you abandon it in your apartment you could lock it up not only that but if every crime is legal then that means arson so you could probably see entire city blocks going up absolutely it's true in fact what I would probably do is make a stage fire I would get some orange lights or some orange gels (laughs) so that and I yeah I would barricade the place um, and put those leave, little fire and, pipes. And put yeah. Uh, <laughs> put fake fire on a timer, and then I'd be way outside the city when the purge happened, and people would see that like my place was on fire. You know, maybe a fog machine, you know, blowing smoke out the window. So people were like, well, fuck, we're not going in there. That place has already been mm-hmm. purged over. You could probably endure for a good long time if you just took to the rooftops. Well, what about just like boat out a few miles? You cut the light. Boat, Who's got a boat? Get a boat. You have well, a year. You steal you the boat. You to get a boat. It's the purge. You go or steal take a someone's boat. boat. <laughs> oh, that, ex- exactly. Hotwire. Do you know hotwire a boat? Um, <laughs> you just row it out, I guess. Yeah, nobody leaves their keys in their boat or anything. That's a thing. Like a, a ski do. Oh, <laughs> you could still get a shot on a ski do. It's tough to shoot someone else. All right, so we're all going to hide, isolate ourselves, and or poop on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> You can't help that. Like, now, it's going to happen. You might as well get out ahead of it. The next question is, with all crime being legal, mm-hmm. what crime would you maybe want to... Pooping on myself in public. Attempt... <laughs> Tax fraud. Because um, beyond just like <laughs> murder and mayhem, yeah, you could you could commit tax fraud, but it's it, it begs the question. You know, do you take out a loan that you know you're not going to repay, or do you right, hire music? I don't if think the businesses the, are if you open. The fraud on the purge night. Do they not get you? I the filed day? this paperwork on purge day. <laughs> I'd be Anyways. curious to go out on purge night just to fucking watch everything, but. At the same, send a drone. You can send a drone anywhere you want. It's the purge. You could cover a drone in your poo and then. (laughs) (laughs) The poo urge over here. (laughs) Next topic. Gross. Poo urge. Find us at sixdemonbagpodcast.com. Six Demon Bag Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Twitter 
at Six Demon Podcast. Special thanks to Colleen Green for the use of her song, Why Do You Call Me, off the Green One album. This is Ed. If you want to find more about me, uh, you can look at my blog, emertelec.wordpress.com, Delirium Tremens, or uh, Facebook. I'm there all the time. This is Jeff. You can find more at Carter Wrote It on Facebook and Twitter. This is Drew. You can find me on Twitter at GenFactor. You can find me, Ryan, on YouTube at 20th Century RG with the number 20. (laughs) 